You're listening to the Keith to the City podcast. All right, the Yankees' seven-game winning streak came to an end on Wednesday during the doubleheader in Philadelphia. Came in the first game of the doubleheader as the Yankees lost 11-7. to They did bounce back with a win in the nightcap, a 3-1 to win to start a new winning streak, but the first one came to an end and didn't have to. It came to an end after the Yankees held a 3-0 lead early in the game. It came to an end because Jay Happ continues to start for the Yankees. And it came to an end in part because Aaron Boone continues to let him go longer in games when he shouldn't and then decides not to necessarily use uh, the best available bullpen arms. Doesn't have to be elite bullpen arms, but the best available bullpen arms to keep the team in the game. So in the first game of the doubleheader, the Yankees take a 3-0 lead and they let Jay Happ stay in the game to get through the order a first time and then start the order a second time. Earlier in the game, I had tweeted, if the Yankees are able to get three scoreless innings out of Jay Happ, which was an enormous if, that should be it. They should just go to the bullpen for the final four innings. Now, that would probably entail, unless the three innings were perfect, that he would see part of the order a second time. He got through the order the first time without a problem. There was no problem there. But the second time through the order is where the problem started. And in that third inning, the Phillies scored four times to take a 4-3 lead, and they wouldn't relinquish that lead. They went on to win, like I said, 11-7. to The Yankees had a, a comeback somewhat in the seventh, but... Uh, that was it. 11-7, the Yankees lose. The winning streak snapped. They no longer have the best record in baseball. They no longer have the best record in the American League. They no longer have the best record in baseball. So right now, they no longer have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. A now consistent theme with the Yankees and the playoffs is not having home field advantage throughout, which in part has played an enormous role in them not winning the World Series, not even getting to the World Series in the last 11 years. Sure, timely hitting and starting pitching has been a bigger problem, but not playing the most possible amount of games at Yankee Stadium is also a big problem. Back to Hefs. So he gets through the first two innings unscathed. The, f- the third inning, things just fell apart, and they fell apart, maybe not even rather quickly, I'd say. They just fell apart, and Boone sat there and let it fall apart. Starts the top of the third with a walk to McCutcheon. Leadoff hitter, Andrew McCutcheon. Second time through the order, he walks him. Four pitches. Reese Hoskins then flies out. So, okay, he's there. He gets ahead of Bryce Harper 0-2 and then just puts one right over the heart of the plate that Harper crushes for a two-run home run. Now it's 3-2. You've got the four five hitters coming up for the Phillies. This was a time to get Hap out of the game. Okay, he gave you two and a third scoreless. Now he's given up two runs. Now it's a three-run lead has become a one-run lead, and you've got the four or five hitters come up. JT Realmuto walks on five pitches. Then Gene Segura on an 0-2 pitch singles on a strange pop-up that no one could get to. Aaron Hicks should have gotten to it, but DJ LeMahieu gets to it, then throws it back into the infield to no one, doesn't even look, just turns around and throws it, and it makes it runners at second and third. Still, the Yankees have the lead, though. Then Scott Kingery walks on five pitches. So this inning, he had seen six batters. He'd walked one on four pitches, another on five, another on five, and given up a two-run home run. At what point does Aaron Boone think this is going to get better? I wrote today on Keep to the City, J-Hab can't start another game for the Yankees, a blog about how bad he's been since game one of the 2018 ALDS. And I talk about how last year, one year, two months, and 16 days ago, I wrote, Yankees have a J-Hat problem. That was one year, two months, and 16 days ago. And in that blog, he had lost the night before to the Orioles. And he had said after that game, 
Tonight was just a tough one, and I don't know that I have an answer for it. They hit the bad pitches, they hit the good pitches, and I just got beat tonight. My plan is to get better and figure it out. Hap hasn't gotten better, and he hasn't figured it out. And he's not going to get better, and he's not going to figure it out. But Aaron Boone continues to let him stay out there, even after a mound visit. Even after Yankees pitching coach Matt Blake goes out to the mound following the third walk of the inning, an inning that also saw a two-run home run, and they let Hap stay in. What happens? The next batter walks on four pitches. He walks in a run with a four-pitch walk. So he has now four walks in the inning, a four-pitch walk, two five-pitch walks, and another four-pitch walk. These aren't at-bats where he's throwing his best pitches that are getting fouled away and they're long and lengthy at bats. He's just not throwing the ball in the strike zone. And he's not doing that because if he does throw the ball in the strike zone with his diminished velocity and diminished stuff, it's going to get crushed like Harper crushed it on an 0-2 pitch. So his options are he can either nibble and try to paint the corners and make a perfect pitch every time he releases the ball, or he could throw strikes, put the ball in the strike zone, and watch him get crushed for extra base hits. That's the only options. But even after he walks in a run to tie the game, he still gets to stay out there. And then he gets a ground out, which scores the go-ahead run. And then he gets another ground out, you know, against Roman Quinn and Kyle Garlick. We're not actually getting out household names here, J-Hap. But he finishes the inning, allowing four runs over three innings. And that was it for him. He didn't come back in the game. Another start where he gives the team no length. He had gone... Four innings his first start, three innings his second start. In two starts, he's pitched seven innings. He doesn't have any value to the team right now. He's not eating innings. He's not keeping the team in games and giving them a chance to win. He's not working towards anything like a postseason start. So rather than accept that the money owed to him is a sunk cost and give someone with ability and, and, and talent and a future a chance, like Clark Schmidt or Davey Garcia or giving Michael King a starter, I don't know, giving Loisaga more opening opportunities, they just keep running Jay Happ out there, and they keep getting the same result. Two starts this season, seven innings, seven hits, eight earned runs, eight walks, three strikeouts, three home runs, three home runs in seven innings on top of eight walks in the seven innings. He's got a 10.29 ERA, a 2.143 whip. He's 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 allowing 10.29 walks per nine. But that's what we're gonna that's what you're gonna get out of him. He can't put the ball in the zone anymore and get outs. He puts the ball on the zone. Bryce Harper hits it a mile. I don't know how the Yankees can give Jay Happ another start. They made a poor decision when they didn't give. They didn't want to give Patrick Corbin an extra year. He goes to Washington, and look what happens there. So they don't want to give him an extra year, and then they had a panic mode, so they re-signed Happ, gave him two years as a 36-year-old lefty who's a fastball pitcher with a declining fastball. They give him two years. His first year's horrible. He's in his second year now, and he has a vesting option for next year that got screwed up because of the shutdown. And it's either unknown or undetermined right now what the details of the option are, but it's going to be linked to starts and innings pitched. So by removing him from the rotation, you're not only making the 2020 Yankees better, but you're making the 2021 Yankees better as well. And you're saving some money that you're going to need to spend in other places next season because you're going to lose James Paxton, most likely a free agency. I don't see how he doesn't leave. I don't see how the Yankees sign him with what we've seen through two starts for him. And Masahiro Tanaka, who I hope they re-sign, is also going to be a free agent. So two of your starting pitchers right now are going to be gone. And I don't see how you can think Jay Happ is going to get better now at, what, 38 years old next year? He's going to get better than he was at 36 and 37? 
the Yankees need to pull him from the rotation. Give this rotation spot to someone else. I get that this team is going to the playoffs. I get that they're 9-2 and two after winning the second game of the doubleheader. They're going to the playoffs no matter what. Eight teams are getting in. At worst, they finish, what, second in the division? I don't even see that happening. They're going to finish first in the division. But get the home field advantage. Even if the home field advantage isn't what it is with no fans in the stands, it's still playing games in Yankee Stadium that this team is built to play games in. It's still not traveling come October. It's playing the most amount of games possible at home. And this team keeps not doing that, and they keep losing in the playoffs. If this team were to be the number one team in the playoffs and they and they keep not getting starting pitching and not getting timely hitting fine but they're not doing everything possible to put themselves in the best position to succeed in the playoffs jay happ is not pitching in the playoffs he got the pitch in the playoffs last year he gave up a walk-off home run to carlos correa in game two of the alcs he's not pitching in the playoffs this season he doesn't deserve to start anymore he could be on the roster that's fine you got a mop-up duty you, you got a blowout game one way or the other put jay happ in but I don't get what you're doing wasting pitches from Clark Schmidt and Davey Garcia and Scranton in these fake games, keeping them ready for what? They're being kept ready in the event that someone doesn't perform or someone gets hurt. They've got someone not performing. Jay Happ. They've got James Paxton not performing either. But at least there's hope that he'll figure it out, that he'll get the velocity back on his fastball, that he'll be the James Paxton they thought they traded for. But with Jay Happ, this is now more than a year of him sucking. And it can't keep going on. You can't just give him the ball next week against the Braves and think he's going to suddenly go out there and be the guy that they got at the 2018 deadline. It's just not going to happen. It's just not. I just don't see another way you can give this guy a start and think that things are going to change. They haven't changed in, in, in over a year. Last May, he said he needed to get better and figure it out. That was last May. He hasn't gotten any better. He hasn't figured anything out. He's gotten worse. So I just don't know. I can't see them giving him the ball in five days. But the winning streak was going to come to an end at some point. It just sucks that it came to an end in a game that's only seven innings. And through two innings, you have a three-run lead and you can't protect it. After half, they went to Jonathan Holder. He pitched a scoreless inning. Then Nick Nelson comes in. And I talked about Nick Nelson and how I wanted to see more out of Nick Nelson. Well, I've seen enough out of Nick Nelson. An inning and two-thirds, seven hits, and a walk translates into seven runs and six earned runs so nick nelson he's he's gone he'll be back in scranton and he can go pitch in the fake games uh with davy garcia and clark schmidt and then luis sessa makes his uh season debut and ending in a third scoreless maybe had the yankees tried to hold the game at four three maybe had aaron boone pulled jay happ right after the harper home run things are different the yankees did score seven runs this team scores seven runs they should win the game especially when they had a three-run lead with four innings to play um, the night game was much better. Yankees took a one nothing lead on a Luke Voigt home run. They gave that right back, though. Uh, Jonathan Loizaga gave it back, and then it's 1-1. 1-1 to start the seventh. The Yankees get two runs against Tommy Hunter, who couldn't get an out. Tommy Hunter, four hits without getting an out, gives up two runs, two earned. He, he takes the loss. Chad Green, two and a third. Perfect innings, two strikeouts. Adovino pitches to one batter. He gets an out. Britain, a perfect, a perfect seventh for the save. So the night game was much better, much better baseball. The Yankees played much better defensively. They didn't make outs on the bases. It was a nice, smooth 3-1 win. Uh, Gary Sanchez took one on the elbow. You could see the seams on his left elbow from the hit-by-pitch. He had went over 2 with two strikeouts, but he did get on base, so things are looking up there for Gary. 
Um, and DJ LeMahieu, three hits in the in the day game. Didn't get a hit in the night game, but what are you going to do? I mean, the guy went three for seven on the day. He's hitting four fifteen on the season. It was a win against the Phillies, a team the Yankees should beat. Phillies aren't any good. They have a terrible bullpen. The bottom of their lineup is just not good at all. Uh, but they have quality starting pitching. I mean, you see Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola in the same day. You should think, hey, going one and one on the road is fine. But the way that the way that it happened wasn't fine. So the Yankees will finish things up. The four game series. I guess it's a series, even though the Yankees played one at home, then they're home in Philly, then they're playing three in Philly. I, whatever. It's a four-game series to me. I know that Michael K said it's the one game in Yankee Stadium counted as a one-game series, and now this is a three-game series. But either way, it's four games against the Phillies. The Yankees are 2-1 and one in the four. They can win this four-game set on Thursday in Philadelphia. Jordan Montgomery going against Zach Eflin. So I hope to see good things out of Jordan Montgomery. He's very good in his first start. And given the way the starting pitching is going, the Yankees need someone else to be good. I, I do expect Masir Tanaka, once his pitch count is elevated to you know just being normal, He'll be fine, but the Yankees can't have Garrett Cole going six innings every fifth day and no one else, and then just ruining the bullpen come October. Just can't happen. So Jordan Montgomery, the Yankees need him to be good on Thursday in Philadelphia, and I'm sure he will be. That'll do it for today. I'll be back on Friday to recap the last game of Yankees-Phillies. Get ready for a big weekend with the Yankees-Rays, the Yankees' only competition over the long haul for the division. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.